Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Hashem, we're picking up Davav, Hashem. Two dots, top of the page. Now, in uh, Shema, every day, the second chapter of Kriyat Shema, the second chapter of Kriyat Shema, thank you, is called Vaya. Now, what is Vaya really saying? What are we saying in Vaya? What's the idea? So if you look at the words, we think about the words, when we keep Torah and Mitzvot, so then Hashem gives us blessings. Now look at these words. I want to exp- just see the psukim for a minute. If you listen, it will be if you will listen to the commandments that I command you today. To love Hashem your God. We spoke about which means tefillah. Serving Hashem with all your heart and all your soul. Now listen to these words. V'natati mitar artzichem bi'ito. What does that mean in English? I will give rain in your lands bi'ito in its time. Yore umalkosh. This is going to be the focus of today. Yore umalkosh. What is yore? First rain. Yore is the early rains. Malkosh is the late rains. We're going to learn. We're going to learn later in the this daf actually this amud. Yoreh usually fell at the beginning of the rainy season, which was Cheshvan. It's the beginning of the Yemot Tagshamim, mm-hmm. and and Malkosh was supposed to fall at the end of the rainy season, which was Nisan. Nisan. Fine, but now if you would read the psukim straight, and I would ask you, is Yoreh and Malkosh considered a bracha, or is it considered a klala, a negative thing? If you read the psukim straight, yeah. what would you say? How do you know from the psukim it's a bracha? You, if, I, if you listen to me and do what I ask you, and you love me, and pa pa pa, then I give you exactly. this. Exactly. So the simple way of reading the verse, the, the, the psukim here, Yoren Malkosh is a blessing. Because again, I want to just emphasize that very clearly, because I'm going to show you momentarily, maybe it's the opposite. But this is the simple pshat. So you do all of those things, which means you love Hashem, you do all the commandments, etc. I'll give the rain in their time. So the simple way of reading the psukim is Yoren Malkosh Ar Bracha. Our blessings. Okay? We're clear about that? Okay. Now what we're going to do today, the Gemara, the Brayta, is going to tell us what is the shoresh of the word yoreh, and what is the shoresh of the word malkosh. And as we're about to show, yoreh and malkosh, both of them, could have a positive implication, but it could also have a very negative implication. The same word could either mean a bracha, or it could actually mean something very negative, very damaging. Now we're going to try to figure out which one is it. Is Yoren Malkosh a positive thing? Which is the simple way to read the Psukim, by the way. Or perhaps it could be a negative thing. Now, you know what? I want to just tell you outside, before we even see this inside. Assuming Yoren Malkosh is a klala, yeah. 
How do you read it into the psukim? Exactly, it's impossible. How would you possibly, can anybody figure out, how would you read into the psukim that Yoreh and Malkosh is not a positive thing? The early rains and the late rains. Again, I, I want to emphasize this very clearly so everybody gets it, because this is going to be the entire. I want to make the. If okay, it's so, in a wrong time, so let, let me just let me just say this. I want to make sure everyone gets it very clearly because this is the entire flow of the sugya. The simple way to read the psukim is: you listen to my commandments, you love Hashem your God, and then I'll give in its times your malkosh, which sounds like you do good things, you'll get your malkosh. Obviously, it's a bracha. The gemar, the Brayta is going to entertain. Maybe your malkosh means a bad thing. And the word will imply bad thing. But how does that fit back into the psukim? The timing. So listen how Rashi learns. I want to tell you how Rashi learns. and then no, It says in its right time. So the way Rashi learns is like this. Now this is a bit of a dochak, but listen to what Rashi says. Yoren malkosh maybe means something bad. Bad types of rain, let's yeah. say. Not good rains. Yeah. And then you have to add in parentheses in the middle of the psukim. If you listen to my commandments and you love Hashem, your God, it doesn't tell us what the reward is. Parentheses, but if you don't listen, no, you, you're doesn't malkosh. Say. It doesn't say if you don't listen. It does not say in the psukim if you don't listen. But it does say right it says after. Rashi, one, second, one second, one second, one second. Let me, let me speak this out. But, it, but the way Rashi says it would be able to be read into the psukim is you would have to learn it's like there's a parentheses. Like there's something that's not mentioned, but it's understood from the verse. Assuming Yoren Malkosh is a bad thing, so then you would have to understand that the psukim are not telling you the reward for keeping mitzvot, but rather there's something that's not mentioned, which is, if you don't, then there will be Yoren Malkosh. Now everybody right away is saying, doesn't make sense because that's not the simple way to read the psukim. Everybody clear about that? So Rashi says the only reason the Brayta is going to entertain, think maybe, is because we want to clarify for certainty Yoren and Malkosh are good things. This is the way of the Brayta. You want to prove a position clearly, so it brings a question that it might be interpreted this way, so as to show this is for sure the way to read it, which is what we're ultimately going to show. Meaning really that's an, it's a dochak in the way to read the psukim. A big dochak, by the way. It's a very difficult way to read the psukim. Dochak means a difficulty. It's not a simple way to read the verses, but it wants to show this is certainly Yoren Malkosh, our blessings. So we're going to prove that without a shadow of a doubt. But we're going to entertain. It's, like, it's what's called in English playing devil's advocate. Is that you show the question you could potentially ask to show that the position is strong. To show the truth of the matter. To make you doubt. To make you doubt so that you clarify with certainty what we're discussing. Okay? Everybody understands, obviously it doesn't fit so good in the verse, but it's just asking it to show that for sure this is what it means. Now let's read that inside. So Tanur Rabbanan, the Brayta says like this, we're going to have three interpretations how Yoreh is a positive language. Tanur Rabbanan says the Brayta, Yoreh, the word Yoreh in the Psukim, the early rains, what is the Shoresh of this word? So the first explanation is, Shemoreh et Abriyot, that it directs or it guides the people. Everybody knows this is the language of Torah. What is Torah? Torah is a guide. It teaches, it guides, it directs. Oh, wow. Torah, Hora'ah. Yoreh is a language that it guides or it directs the people. Etabriot, it guides people. Lahatiach gagotehen, to plaster their roofs. Meaning it's the beginning of the rainy season, so it directs people, plaster your roof. It's going to rain, you don't want to have leaks. Ulahachnis et perotehen, and to bring in their 
produce, right? Throughout the summer, it was all drying out. Everything was drying out in the fields, the produce. You don't want that produce to get wet. So the early rains direct people, guides people to bring in those produce that were sitting out in the fields for the last six months. Mm-hmm. And to do all of their needs to prepare for the rainy season. So the first explanation of the word yoreh, it's a lashon of guiding, which is a good thing. It's a positive thing. Yeah. It guides you in the right direction. Beautiful. Davar acher, a second explanation, another al- alternative explanation. Like wake up that yoreh, that's the first pshat. The second pshat is, ta'aret. it soaks. Yoreh means it soaks, or it saturates in English. It soaks the ground, home, and it waters until the depths, until the very deep in the ground. Shene'emar, like the pasuk in Tehilim tells us, now this pasuk is a little bit difficult, I'm going to read it, simple pshat. Tehilim samacheh, when the furrows are saturated, it gives pleasure to the people. We're going to see Gidudeh can also mean soldiers. We'll see it later in the Drush. But the simple shot, it gives pleasure to the people. With its showers, it uh, softens the earth. It softens with its showers. Berivivim is showers, the showers of rain. Temogegna, it softens the earth. Tzamecha tevorach. And Hashem, you bless Tzamecha, its growth. Okay, that's the verse. So what do you see? That there's a positive reference, Raveh. That's really why we're quoting it. Yorek could be the language of Raveh, which means it soaks, saturates, it soaks the earth. Positive. That is a positive implication. It's a good thing. Good thing. No, Raveh means a good thing. Soaks the earth. It's good. It soaks it. It makes it very... Uh, full of water so that the future growths are very good. Davar okay. our third explanation. Yore, the word yore, it also, this is a similar idea of guidance. When you teach, like we know in Kohelet it says, What is benachat nishmaim? If pleasantness, they're understood. When chachamim teach harsh, people don't listen. When chachamim teach calm, patient, people tend to listen. So yore, teaching, is talking about a language of Calm, patient, pleasant. That's another language it could be. Another explanation, Yoreh, the word Yoreh means Sheyored benachat. It comes pleasantly. It comes down pleasantly. Ve'eno Yoreh bezaaf, And it does not come down with anger, with fury, with uh, harshness. Okay. The word Yoreh means to teach. And in Kohelet, and in Kohelet, and it's the third explanation, it follows a similar path, but in Kohelet, the verse says, the words of Chachamim are understood benachat. When Chachamim teach, with calmness, they're understood. So the entire idea of teaching is something associated with pleasantness. And therefore, when it says Yorah, the third explanation, it's a reference to pleasant or beneficial, pleasurable. Therefore, Yorah can also have this third explanation, which is benachat, pleasant. So now we have three explanations so where Yoreh is a positive implication. Because you said the first one, Yoreh is teaching. Guidance. No, 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 no. The first one is just guiding. Simple, simple enough. Straightforward. Which is, a, which is also a positive thing, by the way. But that's, that's the lesson of guidance. Fine. Second shot we're saying is Yoreh is a language of soaking. Also positive implication. Third shot we're saying is Yoreh is a language of teaching, but specifically the way teaching is effective, which means calm. Pleasant. Okay? So, so far we've shown Yora has a positive implication. And therefore, you read the Psukim in Vaya, and what it means is Hashem, you do the mitzvot, Hashem gives you Yora, which is a pleasant thing. But the Gemara is about to show the Brita is going to challenge this and say, maybe Yora is something bad. 
Now, how could Yorah be a negative thing? We spoke about the rain. What is the word? What, what in the Shoresh Yorah could be a negative thing? How could the Shoresh Yorah be negative? So the Torah uses the word Yoreh to mean thrown down. Yaroye Yarek, be thrown down. And also, what does Yorek mean? Like shot like an arrow. So there is a potential negative yeah, yeah. understanding like smashing or destruction. So what the Gemara is about to say is, maybe, again, and when you say maybe, you have to read the verse differently as we explain. Maybe what the verse means to say is, if you don't listen, you'll get Yoreh, which is a negative thing. Either a smashing or shot like an arrow. Negative implication. Again, everybody's looking at me rolling their eyes a little bit because yeah, it doesn't fit so good. Say, it doesn't I mean, fit good in the verse, but it's a way to challenge to get to the pshat. Let's see that inside. Says the Gemara. Says it's continuing the Brayta. So the Brayta says, "Oh, eh, no, or maybe not." Yora, maybe really. What is Yora? Ella, rather. What does it mean? Shemeshirata perot. It removes the fruits from the tree. There are some fruits that are still on the tree. Rashi says, etrogim, the, the end of the figs. There are certain harvests that are still on the tree. Maybe it removes the fruits from the tree, meaning yoreh is a negative thing, like smashing, damaging. And it washes away the seeds. And it washes away the trees. Maybe yoreh is like a hurricane, not a good thing. So how do you know yoreh is a positive thing? So says the Brayta, I'll show you how I know. Talmud Lomar, therefore the Pasuk teaches us Malkosh. It says Yoreh Umalkosh. Now Malkosh, the Brayta assumes, is a positive thing. So since Malkosh is a positive thing, Ma, it's a hekish. We compare Malkosh to Yoreh. Ma Malkosh Libracha, just as Malkosh is for blessing, Af Yoreh Libracha. So to Yoreh has to be for blessing. Rashi says, how do I know that Malkosh is for blessing? Because when Malkosh occurs, there's no fruits on the trees anymore. So it can't be that Malkosh means something that's damaging, removing the fruits from the tree. It must be Malkosh is a positive thing, and therefore Yoreh, which is written next to Malkosh, is also considered a positive thing. The Gemara is going to explain later, it finishes off the benefits of the rain in the rainy season. Fills up, we're going to see later what it means. But one second, let me just explain this. So now, take a little bit more time than, so it finishes off the harvest, right. But the point is like this. The Brayta is about to ask, okay, maybe Malkosh is a bad thing. How could Malkosh be a bad thing? Because the word Malkosh, if you break it up, it could be split up into two words that have a negative implication. What is Mal? What? Mal, kmo Mal, kmo mila, to cut off. It's not a good thing. And what's Kosh? Something difficult or harsh. So maybe a Koshi. Maybe what Malkosh is, is something negative. And if you're comparing the two, so maybe Malkosh is negative, and your is also negative. But also Malkosh, you can say that you mal the Koshi. You cut the, the, the so Rashi actually learns one shot like that, which is to say, mal Yisrael. But that's a negative thing. That's not a positive implication. It causes people to do Teshuvah, like removes the, the badness, the evil of the Jewish people, Basically, it gives them something bad so they do teshuvah. That doesn't have a positive implication either. So either way you learn, maybe malkosh is a negative thing. Mm -hmm. And if it's a negative thing, then yoreh is also a negative thing. But the kesh doesn't work vice versa? So that's the next step. Let's see. Oh, hey, no, maybe not, says the Gemara. Malkosh. Maybe there's no hekesh. We're assuming there is. There is. Because they're written right next to each other. 
Malkosh, that really the word Malkosh, Ella, rather means Shemapilet Abatim. It knocks down the houses, like a hurricane. And it smashes the trees. And it raises up the Skayim. Skayim are the locusts. It's uh, grasshoppers. So maybe Malkosh is a type of rain or storm that brings damaging locusts. How do you say locust? Arbe, like locust. Um, what's another word for locust? Grasshopper grasshoppers. Yeah, locust. So maybe Malkosh is a bad thing. And if Malkosh is a bad thing, then Yorah is also a bad thing. Yep. So what's the ultimate? So basically what we've just played is devil's advocate. What we've showed is you can't necessarily prove Yorah is a good thing because it's compared to Malkosh because Malkosh itself could be a negative thing. So we don't have a direct implication from the comparison that Yorah is a positive thing. So what the Brita really, the reason it brought that question is to show actually we have a separate verse that shows Yorah is a positive thing. And since we have a separate verse, Yorah is positive, Malkosh is obviously positive, and the way to read the Psukim is as we read them in the beginning, which makes more sense yeah, anyways. Right. So let's depends. read that inside. I can't even believe they even argue about this. No, but it all depends. Say, if you don't listen to me, then can't so that's right, right. So that's a very, very good point you're making. But how do you, when you clarify a position, it's good to ask questions in order to clarify. So the right down here. It's very clear. Yeah. Yeah. You love me. We always do. I give you water. Of course, we always do. What do you mean? Any machloket, any machloket is always clarifying a position. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, well, we'll ask questions one on the other, and then they'll explain why he disagrees with them, because he learns differently. Uh, yeah, it's all clarifying it's, positions. All of Chazal is clarifying positions. But let's say we didn't do this. Yeah. Well, well, maybe not you or I, because we're not thinking necessarily about the root word the of Yoreh and Malkosh, but the Chachamim and the Beit Midrash. What is the root word of this Yoreh and Malkosh? You have to know so the, the source of everything. It's impossible to think that the bad, because it's very clear. You I hear, I hear you. If you love me, I hear you. Listen, you. It wouldn't be the, the first time. What I'm saying is it wouldn't be the first time we read a Pasuk in a way that it doesn't jump out at you to read it that way. It's not the first time, that's for sure. You say drush all the time. So maybe if your and Malkosh are negative, that's how I'll read the psukim. How would you read it? Exactly. Like I said, if you keep the mitzvot, we're not discussing the reward. No, you can. Parentheses. And then you stick to another yeah, sentence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, See, never, Matan, Matan gave an answer before, before by the way. I didn't mention this, but Matan... No, no, I think it's fair enough. You, you obviously, the Gemara yeah. does it, but... Uh, yeah. The Gemara, we're going to learn later. There's a Gemara later in, in about a daf from now. The Gemara is going to say... We'll finish this in a minute. I'll just go a little off topic just to clarify this. The Gemara is going to say later that... The reason, uh, the Gemara, Dav Zayin, I think, Dav Chet, we're going to learn it later, Zayin, I think, that uh, Rabbi Hanina, I think, Hanina, I think, one of the, one of the Tan uh, Moraim said, I learned a lot from my Rebbeim, more from my friends, and the most from my students. Why do I learn the most from my students? So Rashi learns because they ask questions all the time. Mm. When you constantly are challenged by questions, yeah. you clarify your position the most. So that's the point, is the way you come out to the amitit, the truth of a matter, is by being challenged. And that's the way you learn. Otherwise, I could say a pshat, if nobody challenges me, <laughs> I could say something that's totally fa faulty. That's not no, true. It, it, it's saying I agree clear. with you. I agree with you. But the point we, is, I, it's not know, we difficult. We never got anything like <clears throat> that, that. 
we're going to change the world yeah. for its sake. I agree with you. I hear, I hear. But the point is, if we want to clarify this without a shadow of a doubt, it makes sense to challenge. So let's just finish that off. So, so again, basically, let's just go through the steps we've had so far. We quoted this pasuk, is So first we said, Yoreh is a positive thing based on our understanding. The three explanations of Yoreh being a positive implication. We said, no, maybe Yoreh is a damaging thing, like shooting an arrow, smashing. And then you'd have to read it into the verse that it's when you don't keep mitzvot. So we answered that by saying it's compared to malkosh. Malkosh is a positive thing. Uh, but maybe malkosh is a bad thing because mal and kasha could have negative implication. So the answer to that we said, so now the answer to that we're going to say is the way we know your is a positive thing is not based on the comparison to malkosh. But there's a different verse, and this is why we brought this in over here, because it ties back into the Mishnah. If you remember, in the days of Yoel ben Pituel, remember there was a seven-year famine, famine, and in the seventh year, Yoreh came down, and the verse there says, Yoreh Litztaka, Yoreh is charity, Yoreh is a good thing. So once we know Yoreh is a positive thing, objectively, from a different pasuk, we know that this is only talking about positive things. Let's read that inside. So the Gemara says... Let's read the question again. O Eno, the first wide line. O Eno, or maybe not. Malkosh, that Malkosh is. It causes the houses to collapse. And it smashes the trees. And it raises up the locust. How do you know that Malkosh is a good thing? Therefore, the Pasuk says, Yoreh. Just as Yoreh is a bracha, af malkosh le bracha. So too, malkosh is a bracha. So the Gemara says the obvious question. itself minalan. Where do you know it from? How do you know Yoreh is a bracha? Is a good thing. So this is based on the pasuk we quoted at the beginning in the Mishnah. because the pasuk in Yoel tells us after seven years when rain finally came in Nisan. Remember the story. It says Zion the sons of Zion rejoice and be happy by Hashem your God. This is the point. Because He's given you moreh for charity. That's a positive thing, clearly. And He brought down for you rain. The early and the late rains in the first month. But the key of this pasuk is it says, You see, it's the same word. You see that it's charity, it's a positive thing that Hashem gives us. So once we know is a positive thing, we know Malkosh is a positive thing. And again, you read the Psukim straight, which is when you keep Torah mitzvot, you get bracha. There what is, is the Yoreu Malkosh? And then the Hekesh teaches Malkosh is also a positive so thing. That, the, 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 so it works out in the end, exactly. Clear? Clear, yeah? Clear so far? Good. Or Hashem. So therefore, what we're coming at ultimately is, like you're saying, is the simple way to read the Pasuk is the way to read the Pasuk. And uh, we shouldn't entertain but, yeah. that Yoreu Malkosh have a negative implication. I don't think anybody ever was speaking that was uh, I hear, I hear you. you. Know what I mean? It's such a I hear you. I hear, I hear what you're saying. I, I think it's a big lesson it happens to be that you learn from this Mara, other than what it's actually teaching us in terms of Yoreu Malkosh are positive, is that sometimes we think we're so certain on a position, somebody asks a question, we say, oh, actually what, I'm, what I was saying doesn't make any sense. Meaning, sometimes we're so confident. What I'm saying is the right thing, but maybe it's not the right thing. Sometimes you need somebody to challenge you a little bit and say, maybe you're doing the wrong thing, maybe your thought is wrong. You know, a little bit of a question is not a bad thing. Challenge is not a bad thing. You know, I, I have a friend who told me recently that there's a... I I should say. A friend told me recently a story how there's a certain chashuv person in the community, prestigious person in the community, and he saw, this guy saw him doing something he thought was wrong. 
So he went over to him and he told him he saw the chashuv person, the prestigious person doing something he thought was wrong. No, no, Torah. Somebody, somebody who is looked up to in the community. So he went over and he told him, he said, you're the first person to put me in my place. And he was mikabeli, accepted. Meaning sometimes we do something that's wrong. Nobody puts us in our place. You know, we might continue to do something. So sometimes being challenged is not a bad thing necessarily. I don't know if it was his rav. In a nice way, etc. Yeah, like you said before. You know, exactly. All right, we're going to stop here at the two dots. God willing, we'll pick up tomorrow. We're going to discuss Yoren Malkosh more where they are seasonally, and that'll be tomorrow.